Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me and my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is June 30th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um, the news pretty much came out late Sunday night that Cam Newton was gone. Is has signed with the uh, New England Patriots. Um, I didn't like the deal. I think he signed an incentive late and deal for seven and a half million. I felt like seven and a half should have been like his the base pay, and then he should have had incentives on top of that, but. I mean, there wasn't apparently there wasn't a lot of teams knocking on his door to um to um get his services. Um, I just wish that he would cut down on the theatrics and just play football. I think he would be a hell of a uh, better quarterback if he did that. Um, you know, you plan for you plan for your career right here on this one year deal. If you if you go to New England and take them deep into the playoffs, AFC Championship game, you're probably going to get a multi-year deal from somebody. Or the Patriots might throw the franchise tag on you or something like that. But, you know, you go up there trying to be an entertainer and doing all the, the super cam nonsense and, uh, you know, all the other stuff. I, I, I just this this if you can just not do that for one season and I'm not saying it's bad, I think it's a distraction. I think it takes away from your game. I think you know, when you don't do that stuff you're a better quarterback. So um I think he's gonna go up there and have a good year, man. You know, the Patriots always draft well. They're always well coached. And just previous players that have come to New England, the Randy Mosses, the Chad Johnsons, the Corey Dillons, they had to adapt to the Patriot way, and I think he's going to do that. Um, So I, I just hope he can turn his career around. And, uh, you know, I, I, I would say New England has a, a legitimate shot at the Super Bowl now. If they use him right, you know, you he's not, this isn't 2010 when he was a rookie and running all over the place. You know, you got to use him the right way. Okay, you have to get the ball out of his hands quickly. I wouldn't let him diagnose coverages because that's not a strength of his. Um, getting the ball out of his hands, hit hands quickly, quick slant, screens. Um, Because you don't have a legit deep threat at this point. Um, So, you know, that's it. I think he can turn it around, though. He's got a good offensive line. He's got a couple of good running backs. Um, And, you know, we'll see what happens in the AFC if the season is played. All right. Um, So the best of luck to Cam Newton. Uh, next on my episode uh, segments here, Wesley Snipes, can he make a comeback? I mean, he's 57 years old, man. 
it might be over for him. You know, one of my favorite actors of all time, though. Um, recently, he was in Expendables. Um, he did the um, Dolomite thing with Eddie Murphy. Uh, I mean, just legendary type movies, man. White Man Can't Jump. Passenger 57, New Jack City, U.S. Marshals, Money Train, um, Jungle Fever, um, Drop Zone, The Art of War, Sugar Hill, um, I mean, um, Wildcats, you can't forget Wildcats, legendary movie right there, um, Major League, um, the, the, the Blade movies, and, um, his latest movie is Dolomite, which was last year, and I don't, he did Expendables 3 in 2014, Armed Response, I haven't seen that, he did that in 2017, I didn't realize he was 57 years old, man, so, but I, I, a comeback, I don't know what he could do, what role he could play, man, to uh, make a comeback, I really don't know. He, I mean, he's a martial artist, action star, and, you know, I don't know what he can do right now, because he's not like, um, he's not like Eddie Murphy or Keanu Reeves or just an older actor that, you know, has that, that A-plus celebrity clout right now. He used to back in the day, but I don't think he has that now. Um, so we'll see, man. I hope he, um, I hope he can can rebound, man, and and get back on track because he's a legendary actor, man. I mean, come on, white man can't jump. Money train, U.S. Marshals, Passenger Fifty Seven. I mean, just some of my favorite stuff. New Jack City, classics, you know, just classic Wesley Snipes stuff. The first Blade, okay, I went to the theater to see that in 98. I mean, just classic stuff, man. I didn't like, I didn't like Blade 2 or Blade 3. I didn't like those, but I I loved the first one. First one was a classic to me. Um, so I'm pulling for him. All right. Next segment. Walter Jones, former Florida State offensive tackle, former Seattle Seahawks offensive tackle, only 46 years old. All right. One of the best to ever do it. Hall of Famer. All right. Um. Where does he rank among tackles 
all time. I would I would say he's up there, man. He's top five. I think um, Anthony Munoz. Um, Orlando Pace. Uh, Willie Rolfe. Um, is definitely. Um, I, I'm not going to say they're ahead of him or he's in front of them because, I mean, I don't feel comfortable. But my guy, Walter Jones, man, he, he's definitely um, he's definitely one of the best to ever do it. Um. And okay, I was about to say like I'm looking at Willie Rolfe because when that name comes, okay, he's in the Hall of Fame. Okay, so I was like, whoa, Willie Rolfe's not in the Hall of Fame? What the heck? All right, so Walter Jones, I think he's a top five all-time tackles. Got to be. I mean, he was a first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, first round pick, number six, out of Florida State in 1997. Played with the Seahawks for, uh, looks like, uh, 12 seasons, 13 seasons. Uh, 180 games started, 180 games played. Or 180 games played, 180 games started, a true Iron Man. He played every game of his career, dog. That's insane. <laughs> Let's see. I'm just adding up some numbers here. Let's see. 180 divided by... I just wish he could have... Um, I just wish he could have got him a ring, man. Nine-time pro bowler. Okay, uh, four, team, four times first-team All-Pro, two times second-team All-Pro, 2000s All-Decade team, NFL 100th anniversary all-time team. Seattle Seahawks retired his number, number 71. Um, just a tremendous talent. One of the best to ever do it. And he's only one of three players to to receive that honor. That honor, Steve Largent and Cortez Kennedy, two Seattle, two legendary Seattle Seahawks. So, I would I would definitely put Walter Jones as one of the top three. He's on my first team all time team. I would I would take him and Willie Rofe as my tackles. So. Um, let me know what you think about Walter Jones. Uh, where does Derek Brook, where does Derek Brooks rank among, uh, linebackers all time? Um, I mean, Derek Brooks is one of the best to ever do it, man. I mean, obviously he would play, he's number one on my four, three defense. He wouldn't be on my three, four defense. Um, Cause he's a weak side linebacker, six one two thirty five. I mean, just 
I mean, 11, 11 Pro Bowls, five-time first-team All-Pro, um, first first ballot Hall of Famer, NFL Defensive Player of the Year. I mean, he just, you know, he his career coincided with Ray Lewis's career. So, and Ray Lewis was the guy for so long in the NFL in terms of linebackers. You just never really heard about him. Um, his forty time was a four seven one, but we know we all know he was faster than that. Football speed and combine speed is two different things, and he had football speed, man. I mean, almost two thousand tackles for his career, one thousand seven hundred and fifteen to be exact, twenty five interceptions. 24 forced fumbles. I mean, first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, on my 4-3 all-time team, my linebackers are Derrick Brooks, Ray Lewis, Junior Seau. Um, so, yeah. I mean, he was just a beast in the ACC. So... Um, let me know what you think about Derrick Brooks. All right. And um, final segment for this episode. What if Norvell loses 10 games? What does Florida State do? Now, I've done the what if he wins 10 games. But if he loses 10 games, do you think Florida State's going to fire him? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think they like him, so they're going to give him a chance. They didn't like Willie Taggart, so, you know, short of Willie Taggart winning a national championship, they were not they were not going to keep Willie Taggart. It would it would have took just undeniable success for them to they didn't want him. They want they wanted Norvell. I I, I don't really think they wanted Norvell. They wanted Bob Stoops. But when they swung and missed on Bob Stoops and pretty much everybody else they went at, they settled on Norvell. But I still think they want Norvell. They want it. They want more. They want Norvell more than they wanted Taggart. That's just my feeling on it. And, you know, I could turn it into a black white thing, but, you know, it's it's pointless. I You know, I just think a business should be able to hire whoever they want. If don't hire me because I'm black. Hire me because I'm the most qualified for the job. And if you don't think I'm qualified for the job because I'm black, I, I could care less. I don't want to work for somebody like that. I don't need the opportunity if that's how you think. But if if you know, if Norvell loses ten games, I don't think they're gonna fire him. I think they're going to give him every chance in the world to succeed. I think he'll get at least three years to turn it around. Minimum. They're going to give him more time than they gave Taggart, for sure. I mean, to 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 Willie Taggart's dismay, his teams looked lost out there. And like I said, the goal for Norvell in year one, get your team to play hard for a complete game and play smart, fundamental football. If you can get those two things done in year one, you know, you playing with house money.
So that's it. I mean, you have to pre- if James Blackman is going to be your starter, you have to protect him. You have to get the ball out of his hands quickly. You cannot let him just sit there and try to diagnose coverages. That's not his strength. But he did it. He did it as a freshman. He was pretty successful as a freshman. So um, I, I should take that back. Um, so if you're going to run that type of offense, you know, I would still recommend getting the ball out of his hands as quickly as possible. Okay, so that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Thank you for listening. Wear a mask. Do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. Be aware of your surroundings. Um, and um, be safe out here. And as always, go nose.